Hi guys and welcome to the Bimbo Podcast. I'm so excited because this week my guest is Rahel. Rahel is one of the most talented singer-songwriters I know. I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you're doing well. Bye! You always Listen, look beautiful, but you look. I went for a run today. I put <gasps> some eyeliner and I put some. I put this like purple eyeliner on my bottom thing. I found in my makeup bag, and I was like, I feel like Sky would appreciate that. And I haven't shaved my armpits in like two weeks. <laughs> but if anyone can get away with hairy armpits, you're the kind of girl that can. You just have <laughs> the energy to make it sexy. Thank the you. Problem with my hairy armpits is that it's like blonde and red. It gets weird. No, like you're not expecting it. And then, and I also, I will forget to shave my body hair because it's blonde. And then up close, I'm like, oh, that's long, <laughs> like long, wispy whisk. No, mine's not that bad. Like, it's, no. like it's, yeah, I'm here for it. I feel like if people saw it, they'd be like, okay, she's living that organic lifestyle. I can get behind that. Yeah. And I also feel like people know they can't say anything to you because you're bald. So you obviously exactly. don't give a fuck. And, no. you know, like, that's like, like if I can't grow hair up here, I'll just grow it everywhere else. That's powerful. <laughs> it's it like, is. It's powerful. It is. Would you rather, um, I made this an Instagram poll the other day, but I haven't discussed yeah. this with you and I want to know your opinion. I'm pretty sure I answered this poll and I think I know where this is going, but go. <laughs> Would you rather date a stinky, super hot guy, like super attractive, but he smells bad, or they have the same body, let's say. Just one guy has an ugly face, okay? But same body, like they're like, it's not like one's like, you know, anyways. So one is really, really hot, but smells bad. His body odor, like his natural musk, you just don't like it. Or one kind of has an ugly face. He's got like a beaten face, crooked nose, whatever, but he smells really fucking good. Really fucking good guy. I can't. Ugly guy that smells good. Ugly guy that smells good. Because if they smell bad, it burns for the rest of your life. And your pheromones, like for me, smells everything for like, if I get turned on or not, it's like my pheromones are everything. So if my pheromones say he smells good, that means that he probably has other qualities. He's got good sperm. He's probably a good guy. That's what I think. Yeah. I can't, if a guy smells bad, no, I I can't go through life. It's like when you get into a cab and there's that lingering BO smell. Like, imagine living like that, though, forever. Why do cabs smell like that, but Ubers don't? I don't know. And, like, like I don't even think you can get that smell detailed out of a car. I watched a Seinfeld episode. Have you seen that one? The BO, where they tried to detail out of Jerry Seinfeld's car, and it never went away. <laughs> that shit. Imagine living your whole life like that. Have you, ever, have you ever been over to a rich person's house, but they have a dog that smells like dog? Yes. Like, and you're I, like, like, how, how did you not catch on to this and wash your dog? Like you wash everything else. You're so rich. Like, I'm like, this is a big fucking house and it smells like dog. That's probably a $20,000 couch right there. This whole place, the whole vibe is killed because your fucking Labradoodle it smells like, smells like absolute shit. Yeah. And they just like, they must be desensitized to it because there's actually no other explanation. Oh, did I tell you what I found out? No. Okay. So I thought, you know how like having red hair and blue eyes is like the rarest genetic combination in the world? Yeah. That's from, I know this because you've told me. (laughs) That's from, that's from inbreeding. 
So are you. I'm fully a result of like intense inbreeding. All blue-eyed people are. Blue-eyed people have only been on earth for 6,000 years. Does anybody else in your family have red hair? Uh, my brother kind of does. He's does like he have blue eyes blonde. too? Yeah. Interesting. And he's over six feet and he's left-handed. So he's like the rarest genetic combination in the world. I tried to tell him <laughs> that he was not. My mom was really excited. I'm like, mom, I think Isaac might be like the rarest genetic combination in the world. And then she was like, oh my gosh, he is. And did the math. It was like 0.0005% chance of being like six like- to like red hair I gave birth I gave birth to a rare specimen (laughs) she's so proud it's no longer about Isaac it's all about her (laughs) thinking about how she can sell him and she's like I wonder what I could get for him (laughs) moms have a weird thing though that they created you and made you and like it's like a selfish pride when they're proud of you they're like they feel responsible in a deep way when I was home my mom she goes I told her, I like, oh yeah, I hit the table. Like I hit the, I hit every corner in the house. They don't look where I'm going. And I was like, oh, my knee. And she's like, oh, I feel it. And I was like, (laughs) and she was like, I feel it. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, because I gave birth to you, your pains are my pains. She's like, every time you hurt, I feel it. And she's like, I really understand. And she's like, you'll get it when you have kids. And I was like, will I? (laughs) Or it's just this you (laughs) and are you working out I have been yeah COVID is just like I have like my knees have gotten pretty bad in the last little bit so I had to start doing home workouts because I can't just sit here and do absolutely nothing and then with quarantine and or like just COVID in general not having anything to do or go I just don't drink as much so I have more energy to exercise and then I'm just eating properly because things are closed so everything has just been because of the next which has just created this really healthy lifestyle, which has then just made me, I think, a better person for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. There's like some, po- I've definitely taken positives out of it. And it's just like, there's things like that that I have to start now because if I don't get into taking care of myself and working out and regulating the way I eat and regulating the way I drink, I'm never going to do it at 35. Like I'm 29 this year. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather get it done now and then instead of trying to wake up at 35 after having, I don't know, a couple of kids, if I do at that time and be like, oh, now I'm going to try to work out. Like, no, that's just so much. It's I'm not saying it's impossible, but at least I want to try to instill those kinds of practices in my life now. So it would become second nature later. And then for that, I got a book. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard. I feel like I'm in the same boat. Like at, at, once you get in your later twenties, you're like, okay, I can't do what I was doing forever or I'm a loser. <laughs> a literal loser like you're kind of like this is getting less and less cute and (laughs) more problematic for my mental health exactly do something yeah 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 and I'm happy like I'm okay with it I just like you're just like you know what being sober is not bad it's like this is the new wave and I'm like here for the ride and I'm awake for it I'm not gonna drown because when you're drunk you drown but when you're sober, you can ride the wave. And so have you been I've, not drinking enough that like your mental health though, like some of your like anxiety has snuck up? No, I, there was a, no, I'm like pretty, I find that like, I even dread being drunk. Yeah. That's what so, it became like, for me. I've, I'm finding that like, when I feel like I'm a little out of control, which is like the room might be spinning or something. I'm not even wasted yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I gotta go. Like, I can't be in public. I can't. I don't want to converse anymore. 
I don't really know how to converse anymore because I'm so wasted. And so like this past weekend with the clothes, I got drunk, I don't know, like three days in a row. Mm -hmm. And I came out on Monday and I was like, it's just not, it's not for me. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's crazy. Like the emotional, like you plumb, you eat poorly. You, all you want to do is sit around and watch TV. You don't want to work out. You don't shower like shit like that. And it's mm -hmm. just like you said, you get older. It's just not cute anymore. Okay. So I wrote some songs for Rahel to sing. I'm sure I'm going to read them out loud and then you can first. perform. Read the, the read the, read the second one first. Let's do the second one first. Okay. So these are some poems I wrote. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm an artist too. So I thought I would take this opportunity to, to force Rahel to sing some of my <laughs> lyrics. So I can't wait. And here, here's the second one. It's called hot <clears throat> by Sky McDonald. My anxiety is chronic, but my ass is iconic. I live to be hot. I die when I'm not. I worship Dolly Parton and Outwoods and Pink. If And if you hate me because you ate me, your pussy probably stink stinks. <laughs> Stabbed. Like, I can't even handle these songs, <laughs> these poems. So this is what I did with this, I think. My anxiety is chronic. But my ass is iconic. Oh my god, it's a fucking ball. I need to be hard. And I die when I'm not. I worship Dolly Parton. And Elwood's and Pink. And if you hate me, cause you ain't me, your pussy probably stinks. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I think that is a hit. Yeah. And it could keep going. I think I could, I think I made it keep going because I was like, I'm into this. Uh, <laughs> I can't yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was this one. The Chad, the okay, wait, I'll, I'll read, I'll read the Chad. Okay. So this one's called Chad, the finance bro. Again, by me. Um, I don't really understand why finance bros work such long hours. You don't control the stock market. You don't have any power. Your cottage is in Muskoka. Your cottage in Muskoka is actually your dad's. And I didn't know your middle name was really Chad. I was nice to you even when you couldn't get it up until you told your golf friends I was a good fuck. That's disrespectful, Chadigan Bartholomew the third. I am now in St. Bart's with your associate named Bert. <laughs> I, I tried something with this earlier. I didn't really care for it. So this is going to be like off the. Off the I think you should yeah. just riff. I don't really understand why finance bros work such long hours. You can't control the stock market. You don't have any power. Your cottage in Muskoka is actually your dad. I didn't know your middle name was really, really child. I was nice to you even when you couldn't get it up until you told your girlfriends I was a good fuck. That's disrespectful, Jack. <laughs> you are so talented. Holy shit. This sounds like a fucking Tom Forty song. I wanted it to be like anthemic, like that's disrespectful. Chat again, Bartholomew the third. I'm now in St. Bart's with your associate name, Bert. Like it's just <laughs> Um, the last one. What is this last one? 
The last one is muted but not unfollowed. And it goes a little something <clears throat> like this. Hey, bestie, this is an intervention. I love you and this needs serious attention. I'm very sorry to tell you, but David Smith is not the one. <laughs> He's been snap messaging you for nearly six months. It isn't going anywhere. I have to be honest. So please, please, please give me this promise. Just because he watches your stories doesn't mean he's in love with you. Please move on to a real man who can actually be true. Betty did a line off his dick in the locals only bathroom. Stacy sent a pic of her tits when they were both on mushrooms. Just because he watches your stories, he's not in love with you. Please move on. Unfriend zone that guy who actually wants to be your boo. Okay. I haven't even tried this one either. So here we go. Hey, Bessie, this is an intervention. I love you when this needs serious attention. <clears throat> I'm very sorry to tell you that David Smith is not the one. He has been snap messaging you for nearly six months. It isn't going anywhere. I have to be honest, so please give me this promise. Just because you are just a story doesn't mean he's in love with you. Please move on to a real man who can actually be true. Betty did a line off his bed in the locals only bathroom. <laughs> Stacy sent a pick of her tits when they were both on mushrooms. Just because he watches your stories, he's not in love with you. Please move on and friend zone that guy who actually wants you. Yo, that is a TikTok hit. <laughs> Dave will be all over that. Locals only. <laughs> that is is a tick talk. I like that. Hey. I wish I could sing. You can sing. No, I wish I could do that though. Like legit. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I could fiddle. You can play the fiddle? I can violin, yeah. A violin when I was a kid. Where is it? Uh it's not tuned, but it's in the room next door. Don't you do you have a violin? No, you have a no, banjo. The banjo. I knew that. Because <laughs> no, you, you sat there. <laughs> you sat there. And... <laughs> You're like, is this a song? I would love to play. <laughs> on the banjo. Yeah. I should. I could have done that in quarantine. But I was. Yeah, I think about that every time I look at my banjo. It's like I could have learned you in the last year. And I've chosen not to. My computer keeps sending me an alarm and today's Vimy Ridge day when was the last time you heard about Vimy Ridge there's uh, the hockey academy down the street from my house <laughs> it's called Vimy Ridge <laughs> um like for me it must have been like the ninth grade in social studies class it was so sad what happened there all those guys died on Vimy Ridge because they saved the uh, the, the war <laughs> <laughs> can't fact check you because I'm not the history buff that I, I do I can't even pretend to be one I actually do know a lot about history but Vimy Ridge know is a lot about my, history but it's not my vibe, Vimy Ridge. I like medieval times. You do. <laughs> Why are you laughing? 
Is it something about the you? Don't you troll me constantly. <laughs> it's so fun. It's because I get trolled constantly. And it's nice to find someone who I can troll every so often. <laughs> who do you, who trolls you? Everybody. My father, uh, the, my of, brother, uh, my cousin, my, her husband. Your family uh, trolls you? Hard, like big time. I get trolled all the time. I'm so trollable. For what? So when I, in the 11th grade, I, I don't know, my, one of my best friends, we were talking about raccoons and he goes, oh my God, have you heard of raccoons? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, it's a whole other species. And I was like, get out. And he's, and he's okay, like, well, that's just him being a dick also. And then for a year. I was Googling on the internet trying to find Rakins. And obviously I was like, oh, I know before the internet. That's why there's no info. Like I'm looking for Rakins, the subspecies of raccoons. Oh, okay. Well, but also um, I'm surprised you're not a QAnon person kind of if you're not, if you're like, I'm surprised that you don't believe in more conspiracies. No, no, I don't have time for the conspiracy. I don't have time to put myself in those troubling situations. So, <laughs> so my friend, like I kept researching, asking everybody about these rakins, and they're like, well, it doesn't exist. Like, I'm pretty sure the raccoons and Dave's like, no, no, no rakins exist for one whole year. I, I genuinely thought there was this other species of raccoons. So finally, what on MSN, what, did, what did Dave tell you the difference between rake, raccoons and rakins? They're BDI. They like eat your cats. They go through your garbage. So yeah. they're like, they're like rabies raccoons. aggressive smart finally yeah i wasn't even using the back door of my house because i was too afraid to go into the alley in case i'd get attacked by a rat for one year and i'd be running anyways so um finally i messaged him being like dude i can't find it anywhere on the internet can you please send me a link on msn and he sends me a trailer park boy trail like clip and i was like spreading the good word of break-ins to everyone and my family was like, we have no fucking idea what you're talking about. One year, like that kind of stuff. Like my friend tells me fake medical facts to make me stop bad habits. And then I go spreading out. <laughs> yeah. Convinces me of things that aren't real. Just so my bad habits. So I stop my bad habits. Convince something like something that regards smoking that doesn't exist. And I'm like, oh my God, I can never smoke because of this. And I'll tell someone, have you heard about this? Cause I won't fact check. I just, I don't, I don't like to fact check either, but it has gotten me in trouble and I have believed crazy things before. I believe crazy. Especially things. because I love, I, and I, I, it's not that I fault people for this, but people in Toronto really have gone nuts. They've gone <laughs> crazy. Like they're paranoid now. And I would too. Like if I, I hadn't have come here, I would like, I, I would have gone absolutely nuts, but they have gone crazy. And like, like what kind of crazy? Like paranoid crazy. Like, do you guys know the truth yet? <laughs> Are you fucking awake yet to what they have planned for us? We're only in phase three of what the government has planned. There's six stages. Do you know that? Yeah. Next, they take away all of our guns. Then after that, there's internment people camps. people get into that? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Then after that, women you- are breeding farms just like Hannah's tail. <laughs> Like they're nuts. I'm like, okay, okay. How do you think people get there? I guess like you're just alone with your thoughts on the internet for far too long, man. 
Yeah, and there is truth behind some of it, right? Like the government totally. is fucking shit up and they're like, are taking away people's rights. And then QAnon makes sense because they're definitely, I sound like a crazy person, but I'm not. There's definitely an international pedophile ring. We saw that with Epstein. Like that's not rocket science. We know that that's it's happening. So people oh, yeah. are super empathetic towards that. And then they throw in like the flat earth stuff. Oh my God. You know what I mean? So like, it's okay. You're like, yeah, I want to advocate for kids. Kids are getting molested, probably allegedly maybe by Bill Clinton. Well, that's not that far off. Bill Clinton is clearly a fucking perv, yeah. you know, but then they take, and then they're, and then you're like, okay, well, yeah, maybe, maybe there is like powerful people running a, tr- a pedophile ring. And then it's like, maybe the earth's flat. And then maybe like, they just add little things. They start in. adding things to it. Is that a bird tweeting? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a whole, you're like a Disney princess. <laughs> Is that a bird I tweeting? Lift, I just need them to lift me up. La, 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 la. <laughs> like, you know how we're all going to die? So it's like life is finite. What's your favorite part? If, if it's like a simulation and we're all programmed to be this way, what's your favorite part about it? really good question I think it's this so the other day people I don't know if I can this I don't know how to like put it in a word or like in a phrase I have to explain how I felt so the other day and maybe it was because I was hungover but I had a couple friends over at my place um it was like six of us and we were just sitting outside a couple of them were having beers we had a fire going and like that feeling of being like, whoa, I'm surrounded. I'm a very emotional person. And like, I almost started crying because I was so stoked. And like, and I find crying look like just, I think it's just a release for me. I don't associate crying with sadness. I just cry all the time. Like I'll talk about my mom and I'll just start crying about how great she is. My brother is just like, you just need to cool your jets. But we were all sitting outside and having a good time. And I was like, I love these people. Like you're a good dude you're a good dude. You're a good dude. And we all are enjoying being, spending time with the, with one another and being mm-hmm. amongst one another. And that feeling of like, if I could just do this, like this happiness, like it's like an overload for me. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like when you're, it's like when I go camping on the Island and we're all having a campfire and we're just sitting there having beers, laughing, everyone laughs in unison and you're like, whoa, I'm, this is like the peak happiness that I could ever be in mm-hmm. is this like enjoying moments of, does that make sense? That's yeah. my favorite part of being, cause like the feeling I get is like full on crying. Like every time that I'm there, I just want to like tell people how much I love them and how much I appreciate their existence and how stoked I am that, that like that day I was like, I love you guys. Like you guys can come over all the time. And I was like, we should do this all the time and like hang out. And they're like, yeah, we love you too. Thanks for like, open. Like, I think they thought it was nuts. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, mine is the same. Like, I my favorite parts about being alive is like how much I enjoy like my bed and like how much I enjoy talking to my friends and laughing when yeah. I like, like I enjoy like good food is really delicious. Like I enjoy like the day-to-day stuff that is so mundane, but the little like dopamine hits or whatever that I get. Oh my God. That yeah. is like my favorite part about being alive. Like when I go on a hike, 
And I like look at a mountaintop and I look at the beautiful, like the, like what the mountains look like. I'm like, holy fucking shit. This is cool. Totally. That feeling like where you're like, whoa. Yeah. I love that feeling. That's like my favorite part about being alive. And it's yeah. the weirdest thing because it's like programmed into us. It's like half spiritual or something. Like you look at totally. all these mountains and you're like, whoa. Or like you eat a good piece of food and you're like, fuck, that's delicious. Like that is like, that is exactly. What this world is crazy. Yeah. What are you most excited for, for after lockdown? Being able to go to concerts and do shows again. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Cause like going to BC, I was there for two months. So I got to do a lot of stuff that like, I'm not able to do here. Mm-hmm. I really miss spin. I really miss spin class. Yeah. Um, but that's just the luxury. Like that to me is not like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm so excited for gyms to open. Like yeah. ultimately you can find a way to exercise. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in terms of like what's been taken away that like affects me creatively and personally is like music and it'd be nice to go to a concert to do shows for people I find that I'm just like trying to sing for everybody because like I just you know miss that aspect of it um and also like I feel for other artists and other venues like your revenue like your money is made in shows you know like concert merch all that stuff is so much more attainable when you go to a concert you see it on the table you buy it and now that thing, that's not an option that people are relying on things like Bandcamp, which is all well and good, but it's just not the same. No. Um, so yeah, for me, it's just mu- like music wise, I'm excited and, and to travel again, but that everyone has, I can't even complain because like I said, I've gone back and forth to BC so many times. So mm-hmm. traveling will come when it comes, but music festivals again like being able to go to a show somewhere else like I want to go to Nashville and I want to go to a music festival there but I can't go to the states you know what I mean yeah so stuff like that I think that's the the biggest one how about you just like being in public without masks on just raw dogging it with everyone's breath I can't wait (laughs) dude I got on a bus in BC and I was too busy looking for my bus pass I didn't have my mask on and so I sit on the seat and I look around and I'm like, huh, something feels odd. <laughs> it feels wrong. Something feel- Can you believe I thought something felt wrong? Did you put that your mask felt- on? Did someone tell and you then to? I look- and, I- and I was like, oh my God. And I put my mask on. I could tell the bus driver was looking at me through the thing. Yeah. And I put my mask on. It was a pretty empty bus. So nobody. The worst like- thing about being a Karen-y looking woman as my look, like I do, you know, I am a white looking woman. Yeah. Um, and I went, I went to go get shawarma like last month with my mom. Right. And we drove all the way to the North end, which is like a half an hour drive, but they have the best shawarma, like authentic yeah. shawarma. And I'm like, so fucking hyped on this shawarma. I get it, but we have to come back in 10 minutes to get it. Right. So I come back in 10 minutes. I don't have my fucking mask on. Cause I was outside just like <laughs> looking around, but I could see that they were afraid that I was like a full on anti-masker Karen totally. And oh, they're totally. looking at me so funny. And I was like, why are they looking at me so funny? And I could see them weighing like, what if she fucking flips? Like, what if she does the full carry and like filming being like, I have rights. And you know, we've all seen it. Totally. So I'm, so I'm like literally looking at them. They're looking at me and I can see them looking at me funny and I could see them weighing in their head. Like, what are we going to do? And then I realized I didn't have it on and like fucking flipped out. They could have literally been like, put on your fucking mask. I would have been so embarrassed. I like, I actually right? just didn't know. And I felt so bad. I'm like, fuck, they ruined it for everyone. Like, I'm just, I'm not an anti-masker. I'm just a dumbass. Like, exactly. tell me to put it on. That's so it. Sorry. I know. And the thing is like, I felt so free on the bus. I was like, this feels odd. No wonder <laughs> the Karens do it. <laughs> 
literally to them. We fucking know. Oh yeah, my God. Like- I just like, yeah. So that'll be nice too. I'm just kind of going, I'm kind of like tired of being annoyed about it. I don't really read the news. I don't know me it. neither. I just preserve my energy. Yeah. And, um, it'll but be I, soon. exactly. And I mean, if not, you kind of just have to have no other option but to pivot and figure out your next step. It's just, you can't sit there and dwell about it, dwell on it. It doesn't change anything. You're not a, you're not someone who has the power to, we're not anyone who has the power to change anything. So what's the point? No. Thank you, Rahel. That was fun. For joining me. And I hope you come on again soon. And I love your music. And we can, we can write more poems. You write more poems. And then I'll just turn them into songs. That could be our thing. I honestly think that those songs could go viral on TikTok. And then you're going to be pissed because <laughs> you literally spent hours and years like, writing, music. Song, writing like real music. And then my stupid fucking song goes viral. You're going to be- I'm iconic, but my, I'm, my anxiety is ironic, but my ass is iconic. Just, just skyrockets my career. Yeah. And then you're going to be really mad, but- Thank you for coming on. And if you want to check out Rahel, her Instagram is Rahel Rahel Music. And she's very talented. And and you can see all her songs on Apple Music or Spotify, right? Yes. Yep. I listen to your music sometimes. Okay, bye. Thanks for coming.